In a world where language controls the fate of us all. This gritter could change everything. How we think. How we learn. How we... live. Is it really worth the risk? A homeless man with a supernatural gift holds the key. No connections, no life skills. This is his only salvation, Jerry. Rachel, this could be his death. This could be his life. This could be my life, your life, the lives of our children. We need this. We all need this. All they need is to plug him in and download. Jerry, shut it off. It's hurting him. I can't. I can't. Rachel? Rachel! You... You killed her! You did this! You! He couldn't stop learning. All you have to do is read that word. Read the goddamn word! Uh, I... Uh, uh, I... I gotta go. Hold! The world was not ready for his gift. Say the word, Bill. Say the word. Okay. Okay. How? How? God damn it. You made me do this. The Scritterer. In theaters January 14th in a movie theater near you. Terms and conditions apply. Please check the description below to download the Squirter app and start learning how to read and write Chinese today with a handy 10% discount and seven-day free trial. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Mandarin Monkey Podcast, episode 164. Guest, a very special guest with us. Mm-hmm. Um, author, 作家, illustrator, 漫, comic book creator, uh, YouTuber with over 3 million subscribers, 嗯, YouTuber, educator. Linguist. And family man. Author of over 40 books. Author of author of over 40 books, both comic and how-to drawing books. Uh, including uh, Mastering Manga, uh, Brody's Ghost, and The Drawing Lesson, Mr. Mark Crilly. How are you, sir? Hi! Thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor. So how, how are you today? Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good. This is fun for me. It's my first time, uh, really first time talking to uh, someone from Taiwan, people who live in Taiwan uh, mm. since like 26 years ago. Yeah, amazing. So how old are you? that time? I was seven. I was, yeah. I was, yeah, oh, yeah, I was, yeah, nine. yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but it's super interesting because we were, we're going to dig into the history of this. Because, uh, so we accidentally, uh, I, I say, yeah, we, we came across, Mark came across us actually, uh, initially uh, through uh, the podcast. 
uh, whilst searching for, and we had a little chat before we started the podcast. Mark kind of found us uh, accidentally while searching for Taiwanese podcast, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and then, uh, we posted a video, uh, on, on Instagram. I think it was just, a. I'm not sure what we were doing. Were we playing baby, a game? Baby picture, I think. Was it a picture? We were playing a, a game. And, uh, Mark commented and he commented in Zhongwen. Yeah. Which always catches me by surprise, uh, when people do that. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this gentleman, this gentleman, yeah, he can speak Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So I replied, well, hey, cool. Check him out and, uh, followed him and, uh, and said, uh. and I noticed that, you know, he's, uh, a popular author and illustrator and stuff. And I thought, oh, cool, it'd be great to get this going. And he's lived here. So he can tell me, you know, what's going on or what was going on back then. Mm. So you, um, you came over to Taiwan, did you say 26 years ago? Well, that's when I left Taiwan, actually. Oh, wow. uh, if we count further backwards in 1988, hmm. the October of 1988 was when I first arrived in Taiwan to teach English at the Zhanghua YMCA. Oh, YMCA, they're so big. YMCA, just the the cool one. Really? Well, that you you taught at a cool school. So I'm glad to hear that. Was Taiwan your first your first port of call? So you 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 lived in Meiguo, and then you you thought I'm I need to travel somewhere. Why did you travel in the first place? Actually, that's not the either. Yeah, you know, when I was in college, I became fascinated with uh, traveling and with um, a a little bit with learning language, Mm -hmm. although that didn't really kick in until I got to Taiwan. Um, But yeah, I traveled through Europe uh, and also actually got to live in Senegal in West Africa for about eight months when I was in college. And so that was French. And I... I got fairly along with my French, but I never got fluent. Right. And then when I was just about to graduate, uh, I got this opportunity to teach English in Taiwan. How did that come? But when you say first port of call, certainly the first time I had ever been in the Far East. Right. And it just, it blew me away. Right, right. And what what was, so you you came in, did you land in Taipei? Oh, you obviously, I guess you did. I did. I spent one, I think I spent one night in uh, Taipei and then the very next day uh, took the bus down to Zhanghua. Oh, okay. Well, I bet rare people know Taiwan. Right. Until yeah. now, because of the pandemic. Um, <laughs> right. Why? Why? How did you know Taiwan? Yeah. How did that opportunity um, come around? It's yeah. funny. It's, you know, it was a complete coincidence that there was a professor at my college who he had taught at the YMCA mm-hmm. 10 years before. So he was, it was the late 70s for him. Oh. So he really saw the early days of, wow. you know, how things were before Taiwan started to change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, to be honest, I was really close to graduating from college and uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have a job lined up. I was a little bit panicking. Mm. And this guy, uh, Scott Friesner was his name, said, hey, you ought to teach with the YMCA in Taiwan. You'll love it. <laughs> and I was like, great. Where's Taiwan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah I, at that time, I knew zero about Taiwan. Right, right. But then, uh, so he set that up, got letter of recommendation, 
And I had a brief few lessons from a uh, woman who was herself half Chinese, half American. And I still remember the first five words she taught me. And I learned the characters, you know, uh, oh. and, uh, and then from there, I studied as much as I could on my own, but really I didn't start to learn until I landed in Taiwan. Mm. Hang on, hang on, wait, wait, wait. What was the other four? Uh, was. Oh, was, oh, right, four characters. Oh, I thought you said, okay. So those were, yeah, those were the five uh, words that I first learned. Every time they ask me. I say, irritating. Um, but yeah, we do, every time. But uh, they could, I think it's because there's a, there's a big American influence over here now. Um, yeah, it's a big American. Even actually, even I have a, a part-time job also teaching English kind of stuff. We again, um, and it's always American English. So I have to drop the trousers, not literally. I have to drop saying tr- <laughs> I have to drop the trousers occasionally and and replace the pants. Are you confessing something here? Tom? <laughs> oh no, it's all coming out on the podcast. Um, was, oh, sure. Actually, thinking about it, you learning those characters. Did you say you learned? To, so you learned to say them and to write them, right? Yeah, you know, at first I didn't have anyone. Uh, you know, I only had maybe th- two or three lessons with the woman. Uh, mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Anne Light, I believe was her. Okay. Uh, and she, uh, pretty soon, I was just on my own, and I, for me, that just meant memorizing words and studying uh, characters. So how, how much effort did you put into Zhongwen, learning Zhongwen before you came to Taiwan? I mean, is that it? You just had a few lessons and then you flew and then you came over? Or? I, you know, I put some effort into it, but I think uh, I wasn't as serious as I could be. Like, for example, I didn't even uh, learn pinyin, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Romanized writing system. Right. I invent wow. my own writing system. Nice. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? It's, it's the <laughs> Just same. Just remind principle. myself of you know, of yeah. how uh, uh-huh. how to say this, and if something sounded like uh, like hui hui bu hui, and I would say oh hui h w a y hui yeah yeah. And I'd put a little fourth tone line on top of that. And that, that was my system. So in a way that's proof that alone is proof that I wasn't as serious as I should have been. Right. Right. Right.对很多像我很多ABC的学生，他们都不会用拼音。Yeah。因为拼音它其实还是有不一样。Still yeah. difference when you look well, at it. How do I pronounce H-U-I? There's still a very common mistake yeah. on passports, Harry, because there used to be a different system before pinyin. I'm not sure if, if this was around your time when you lived it. There was like a yeah, was called, Wade Giles. Wade, I think it's Giles, yeah, well, yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. that guy. That guy, he made up his own <laughs> version of it as well. Uh, and then pinyin came in. So a lot yeah. of a lot of people's names on their passports, including Eula's, are spelled incorrectly or spelled differently yeah. from the, the, the Well, name. like, and even uh, Taichung, you guys live in Taichung. Yeah, I do. And it looks like it should be pronounced Taichung. Taichung, yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the bad Romanized yeah. writing system. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. So you landed and you were like, this is now, I'm way out of my depth here. Because <laughs> well, you, you experienced it. <laughs> 
You, you, sp- you, you spent some time in Africa, you said, right? So you already had that travel bug. You, you sort of knew what to expect when it came to different cultures and. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the arguably, uh, living in Senegal in West Africa was even more shockingly different from where I grew up, you know, mm-hmm. in, um, but there's not, nothing compares with the far East because of the writing system mm-hmm. and people are using, uh, quads, right. For the, yeah. the chopsticks. Yeah. 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 There's so many things that are unique to the, to the far East, mm. uh, that, yeah. I, to me, it felt like the, that moment in the wizard of Oz, you know, when Dorothy opens the door and suddenly she's in this magical land right, right. That, that first night in, in Taipei, I was like, wow, yeah. it's super interesting. And also because you're an artist, I guess you have like a, your propensity, your propensity to learn the characters must be easier. I, I don't know. You mentioned in one of your videos, you don't have a photographic memory for, for stuff like, for like art. Yeah. Um, so you like to copy or you like to use like visual mediums to like, you know, to stimulate your drawing. Is that right? Am I off there? Did, does that, did that have any well, impact on I your I, I guess probably what I was saying there is I can't just look at a horse, let's say, yeah. and then memorize the anatomy right. perfectly in the brain and then sit down with a piece of paper draw it, and draw a horse. And I need to be looking at what we call reference, right? Photographs uh, of horses. Yeah. But certainly as an artist, I was really into Chinese characters and, and to this day, they're just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think, you know, in a way, the whole world should be grateful that the Chinese uh, developed this writing system. It's the most, you know, beautiful writing system on earth. I think it's every one of them is like, like a little piece of art and traditional because you came to Taiwan, right? So it'd have been traditional from the the, the get go. That's right. That's right. And I I I can't I can't read the the simplified. Uh, there you go, but I don't think they look good. There's no, there's not much story behind the simplified, right? Yeah. Like no, well, I told you, like what's your name, Guo, and the character Guo, mm-hmm. right? I memorized that way of writing it, and when I see, you know, because in Japan they do the same thing, they simplify right. that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 that's <laughs> not right. It's so beautiful. The original one is so much more beautiful than right, the right. simplified. one. Now there are people who say no traditional. Yeah, too hard. Too difficult. Yeah, too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's I suppose it's different people from different. You're coming from different perspectives, aren't you? So so Mark's coming more from the artistic side, and this is yeah. actually like there's a there's a story behind this, and there's a beauty to yeah. the way these yeah. these characters are. Yeah. Most like learners though are a bit like this is just too difficult. I can't yeah. just wrap my head around why I should remember. 对，其实 tra- 其实 traditional， 你你要知道很多的故事，你会从那个。There's a really popular, famous example like heart, uh, I love I this word mm. because in traditional there's a actual there's actually a heart radical. 
Huh. In traditional, yeah. but in simplified, yeah. there isn't. There's male heart. Yeah, so you love doesn't have a heart. Yeah. 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 Male sing. Yeah. <laughs> 对啊，所以很糟糕啊。<laughs> <laughs> 对啊，所以有些人就是他们在学 traditional. Uh, they just want to learn how to write. They don't、mm-hmm. want to know. They don't really want to, you know, get into the story. Yeah, exactly. 太难了，对啊。So、yeah. you you got here and、uh, you only know how to say 我是美美国人。Uh, how did you order food? <laughs> <laughs> well,、Point. you know, I was in, I was in the Zhanghua YMCA,、uh-huh. and so、uh, you know, I was taken care of. Tamabani, okay,、uh, in that way. But and this, you know,、uh, you you guys gave me some questions, and one of my answers to one of your questions is going to relate to this. I really jumped into making friends with Taiwanese people, and I didn't hang around with the Americans. Love you for that. I love、yeah. you for that. That's the best way. Young, young. That's the way, right?、Mm-hmm. That's how you. Yeah, the the exact exact same thing. Because you and American together, you really want to use English. It's all English. You don't want to use Chinese. Exactly, that's the problem. If you want to learn the language, you need to be surrounded by it, right? And if you have too many Weigel and、um, Penyal, they will speak English. They will only use English. And actually,、right. for, for me, it was a little bit. It's a little bit more extreme than that. I feel. I felt. I felt. I came here when I arrived here. I, I came to learn Zhongwen, and、yeah. uh, so my motivation was to come here, work, get a job, and just learn Zhongwen. And、uh, a lot of foreigners come here to have fun, travel, mess around, go to parties、yeah. and whatever <laughs> that kind of stuff. And I just wasn't into that. That culturally, I wanted to get away from it, you know, from England. Yeah, I know what it's like to be in a pub and have a party. I didn't want to be there. I just wanted, to, you know. So, um, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and especially if you only have one year, let's say, right, in Taiwan,、mm-hmm. you you really are wasting it if you don't make a lot of Taiwanese friends and really experience. The real Taiwan, right? I feel I feel sad for someone who who spends their whole time in Taiwan hanging around with Americans, right? It's、mm. they're not getting the full experience. No, they're just being in America, but in a different place, right?、Mm. But that you know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing.、Yeah. So you. Yeah. That you in Taiwan, you feel that making friends to make、uh, making friends is simple or is it difficult? Very simple. Taiwanese people are so friendly. Because they are Americans. Yeah, but some people see Americans, even not just Americans, just foreigners, they feel like, "Oh, I have to say English." Then they will say, "No, don't." They will stay away. They don't want to say English. I had the opposite experience, and this might be something a little bit different from the time.、Uh, the time from you know, twenty-six years ago. As a foreigner, especially in Zhanghua. The, I felt like a, a movie star or something almost, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone would see you, right? Yeah, yeah. And they would come and talk to you and and want to make friends with you, and they would invite you to do things, and、mm-hmm. yeah. Really, actually, in the supermarket, it's the same. If I go to the supermarket, they won't talk to you. Yeah. But if you go to the supermarket alone, they will say, "Hi, hi, you're how are you? Yeah, it's weird. You're, you're right. It's kind of."、Uh, It's like a cel- being a celebrity without having been a celebrity. Like you, lots of people stare at you for various reasons.、Um, it's way less in Taipei now, but in Taichung, it's still pretty prevalent. You know, if you're a、mm. foreigner, they'll sort of stare, stare, 一直看，一直看，一直看。对 ，Yeah. Usually, just because they don't see many, not out of maliciousness, I don't think. 
他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是好奇。他们就是
Mm. Sound similar. Yeah, right? I-N and I-N-G. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, there's, a, there's a lot of times where I'm not sure. Is it ing way or ing way? I think it's ing way, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like native speakers, they don't, they will be lazy. They will be lazy. Which one? Which, Is it Y-I-N or Y-I-N-G? We, we've talked about this a hundred times. And the Taiwanese accent, Taiwan, the Chiang is like, like instead of Lao Shi. They have S-N-S-H. Instead of Xi Huan, she would say Xi Huan. Xi Huan. It's like this old, older person pronunciation of Xi Huan. It catches me by surprise every time she uses it. The only Chinese I know is the Taiwan version of Chinese, right? And so to me, so. the, like the Beijing style sounds weird. Like when I hear someone yeah. say, sure, well, sure, <laughs> sure, well, sure. You never know if it's 14 or which one. Yeah, I was stuck on whether it was it was April or October for a long time when someone would say Suya or Suya. Huh? Suya. You know, when you're teaching a class to someone who's trying to learn Chinese, do you have to focus on the sort of mainland Chinese that maybe they want to learn? Or do you just use your own Taiwan style? I use my own Taiwanese accent. <laughs> I, I will say that it's it's not relaxed, though, you know, so she will use she definitely won't use Beijing style Zongwen, but you you will you will pronounce shi. you won't say si. even if you want me to have a. Beijing ver version class. I can't do it because that's Cause not, not my name. I suppose that's it's like asking me to teach American English. You can do it because yeah, you know most of it. But no? to use the accent would be weird for me. I can teach American English. Tom, wait, Tom, I've heard you do an American accent. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it's working. It's because I do those silly adverts now at the front end of the podcast every time. Yeah.我不会，因为我觉得如果我的学生来找我当老师的话，他们是喜欢我的accent，我的腔，他们不是因为我是中国人，所以我来。Yeah. So I will stick with Taiwan's accent. So I don't want to change. I love the sound of the Taiwan accent, you know, and it sounds more relaxed. And when I hear this kind of, don't they like in Beijing, they would add this kind of er sound like xiao I'm not used to that, you know. It's just hai zi. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of Taiwan, there's a music to the Taiwan style. Yeah, mm. and the ah, this la. sound. Actually, our daughter uses it now so much. This, you know, this, this, it's not even a word. It's just a sound, the ah, sound at the end. Yeah. 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 Very prevalent here in Taiwan. All of these funny sounds. Mm. Um, mm. Where are we? Study. Right. Yeah. So you, uh, did you have any lessons when you were here? You just use the social aspect. So you were a big fan of the, uh, like. 自然的, like natural way. Yeah. You, 就是跟朋友, immersion, yeah. essentially. So you, you want to be surrounded by it. So you made some Taiwanese yeah. friends and did you say to them, I don't want to speak English. Can we use as much Dongwon as we can? Uh, and then when they use Dongwon and they, and they say something like, you know, blah, 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 
turtle and you're like, oh, wait, wait, would you, would you, would you, would you say, can you say that again? How, what was the process of you literally writing these down? I know that sounds like you a silly question. Yeah, I think, you know, I had this book with me and especially in the early months and weeks, everyone knew that I was trying my best to learn. So they were patient with me as I would sort of stop and have them repeat a word and I'd write it down. But I think I was kind of selective in choosing the friends who would speak 100% Chinese right. to me. Right. Like if you meet someone who's super interested in learning English, mm -hmm. you probably have to work out some sort of trade. Right. Right. We'll speak an hour in English, you know, yeah. and then then we'll speak an hour in Chinese. Mm -hmm. I just I think I always chose the friends who just would always speak Chinese anyway. How, how did you get to the level where you could tell them, right, can you just speak Zhongwen and and I'll try my best to understand. Like, and, and, and how did you get over the frustration of not understanding? Um, oh, I remember those sometimes when the conversation would go a hundred percent into Chinese and I was lost mm. and I would sit there feeling a little sad. Sure. But, you know, I think part of it was just me saying, I have no right to tell these people um, speak more slowly or, you know, make it easy for me to understand. I just sort of jumped in the deep end, you know, and tried my best. It's, it's hard to explain, but I think even when you know just a few words, uh, if you really are spending all your time with Taiwanese people mm. outside of the classroom or outside of your work or whatever, I found that, uh, you could, you could start to understand and you could, and they, people who liked interacting with you uh, really enjoyed your attempt to speak Chinese with them. And they encouraged you a lot. You yeah. Know? Actually, you know, I find it fascinating here as well. I don't know if you found it's back in 26 years ago, back in the, I was, I was thinking about back to the future then. I was always somewhere. <laughs> How you found it back to the future. Um, the, when you say anything here in time, cause I've been here for a number of years now and, uh, and anything I say in the shop, if I'm on my own, for example, if I just say we are died, and that's like a very, very natural thing for me because I go to the shop a lot, go to the houses and shout mahi dongshi. Time I play that like one more, like, do you want a bag or something? And I say we are died, and they go, oh, you don't son, how? And I, just, <laughs> I just said we are died. Do you know what I mean? Right? So yeah, that's was it like that back then as well? Was that the same thing? Oh, yeah. say I think it was even more so probably. People were were amazed if, mm. if you could say anything in Chinese. And uh they would praise you. Yeah. You know? And in fact, early on, I learned to, I learned the phrase, oh, sweet mouth. Yeah, sweet, yeah. Yeah, you're really good at flattering me. You know? <laughs> and, and, why, and why did you learn that, Mark? <laughs> why, why? For what reason? Flatterer as well, probably. Okay, okay. Um, so going back, I just want to go back to this very briefly, just because um, I think people will find it very useful. Um, I've had, I've certainly been in this situation where, and I'm a big fan of, of what you're saying. The method you're using is basically just jump in and speak it. Um, 
And, and often I'll do it with Eula even now. I mean, a, a lot of my time is spent speaking English because of the kids. I have to be their, their anchor in English. Uh, and yeah. also my day job as well, you know, uh, teaching English, I have to do it a lot. So right. whenever we do get to speak Jongwen, and Eula usually speaks to me in Jongwen, but I rarely get to speak it. What I like to do is tell Eula, right, just talk Jongwen at me. Just speak it at me and let's have a conversation about whatever's going on, yeah. whether we're playing yeah. a game or doing whatever, blah, 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 and, and just do that. So, but I do remember having very many um, instances where I'm just lost. I'm like, oh God, okay, I don't really understand what Team Bodong need. Uh, I don't want her to become frustrated. So I'm like, okay, I need to, what, what do you, yeah, what you did stop. you do during these <laughs> mm. situations? And, and when someone says something you didn't know, you wrote it down in the book. Did you ask them again? And you said you didn't. You didn't want to interrupt their conversation too much. Did you just write down what you thought you heard and then what you think it means or? I would, I think it probably would be words that kept coming up again and again. And I, I would selectively say, okay, this is one worth learning. I've heard this so many times. Mm. Right. And so then, then I would stop them. And I wouldn't just, I would have them say it. And uh, I, I found people were very nice about, you know, teaching you. Uh, and I would be, you know, like, is it or or, you know, what are the tones there? And like, even then I'm not really sure. Maybe you can tell me now, you like, is it? Yeah. That's the first time. First time. Yeah. And so, yeah, people were very patient with me as I would sit and write these things down. I, I was probably, um, slightly annoying to be around the first uh, few weeks or months because I was constantly with my notebook and everything. Right. Um, I, I didn't push it too far. And uh, I think it's really, there's just, there's the reward once you finally do start to understand something. And, and especially I love it when you get to the point where you can make a joke, uh-huh. right? And everybody laughs and then you feel like, Oh, now I'm really <laughs> doing something with this language. Right. right. I still get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. My mom takes everything seriously. Yeah. So every time when he touching the she'll be like, Oh, then the ma. Like even like saying "开玩笑," she still takes it really yeah. seriously. Yeah, but, 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 thinks that's a trait of all people from England. England <laughs> and we love sarcasm as well. So it's it's difficult.可是sarcasm在中文其实蛮难的。This taken you years to get the sarcasm. Sarcasm is tough in any language, right? I think so. Right. It's a feeling. Even now, sometimes you don't know if you're serious or not. I'm good at I'm that good at it. I'm that good at it. <laughs> you know, another thing, and I can say this having studied Japanese, is you got to appreciate as an English speaker how much Chinese follows the word order of English. Yeah. Yeah, this quite all every respect. One of like one of the few ones that I can think of where you have to sort of juggle in your brain is when you do a comparison. Like ta bi wa gao. Yeah, yeah. Right? So in English that would be he more than I is tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like a juggling of word order. Yeah, yeah. Now in Japanese everything is like that. Every <laughs> sentence you make is like that. Really? So Chinese by comparison is like, oh, so nice. You can guess, you know, I went to the store. 
right? Mm. Wa Chu, you know, and then you you just sort of plug in each word that you uh, have memorized, right? Right. And even you don't have to conjugate went, right? You just say Chu. Yeah. 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 You know, not having to conjugate verbs. That's incredible, man. That's when. so <laughs> yeah. right. Right. So you got to love Chinese in that regard. I can't think of other ones. Can you, Yula, can you think of the, or Tom, mm. like that, that sort of word order. What, where they're, they're ve- where they're very different. Bars and is, 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 it's not, like, doesn't exist. <laughs> Doesn't well, like, well, one that's a little bit like is like like you learn right. and that seems like a single word but you have to learn this no you don't say you have to say you have to break the into two parts and just do the you know and once you've memorized that formula then you can start to yeah, there's certain yeah. patterns for sure. In, in a way, it works. Yeah, but it just you know, that kind of it's not exactly the same as in English. But once right. you've memorized it, you're good. Yeah, there are definitely patterns, right? There are definitely logical patterns within English and Dongwen. But then time time's a bit of a difficult one, I think. Time, you yeah, like, for example, if you can ask a question like, "When did you go?" Like, when did you go to America? you'll use it in different sense. You'll use it in a different order than English. Oh, we don't always put the question words at, at the, the in the beginning. At the beginning, right? So yeah, when would be, do you know what I mean? You, so yeah, there are some there are some marked differences, I think. once you know you understand those structures, you oh Yeah. Also it's very um useful. Actually, the grammar structure is correct. But more commonly people will say 喜不喜欢. Yeah. So you can admit to you can just leave leave with it. Yeah. But you're saying in Japanese, everything's different, right? Like I was just telling you about like the I went to the store right. in Japanese. Watashi wa ni omise ni ikimashita. Right? So it'd be say I store to went. I st- oh, right. Literally, oh. almost every part of it is flipped around, and oh, that's a simple, yeah. simple, right? At least so it you starts with the subject. When it starts to get more complicated, yeah. that's why Japanese is a lot harder because you have to, you have to almost strategize before you open your mouth. So you, you have to and, like literally break the logic of your mother tongue mm. to yeah. start again, basically. Just forget it and start again because right. you're not right. right. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is something. Why is Japanese so Here's an example of how uh, I might have done in those early days because she said about Japanese, hun, what did you say? Yes. So, okay, now there's a word that I've never heard before, and I would probably say, bong kui, bong kui, help me out, you know, and I'll write that down and try to understand what does that mean. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot a, enough Taiwanese people know some English that they can, you know, and Same. I probably carried the dictionary around with me and I would I would try to figure it out. But uh, that's, you know, so what does bong kui, what does that mean? Oh, it's make you break down. Make you break down. Like, uh, just like, like, oh, this is so difficult. Are you going to explode uh, bong kui? There. Yeah. Well, I've turned this into a, a Mandarin lesson. Yeah. I'm getting a free <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Did your friends speak any English or 
Did they speak in English or was their English okay or, or not at all? Well, how do they, how do they explain at- things to you if they need yeah, If they don't know, I did, if they didn't know English. I think sometimes, you know, and I showed you these little notebooks that I wrote. Mm. Sometimes I would actually get bad information because what, what they thought it was in English was not the actual word in English. And then maybe looking it up later, sometimes years later, right. I'd find out, oh, I memorized that wrong. That doesn't have the meaning that I thought it had. Yeah. So this whole this sort of social method of learning Chinese has some drawbacks for sure mm. with you getting things a little bit wrong, maybe getting the pronunciation wrong sometimes. But it's just so much fun, man. I can't imagine <laughs> learning Chinese from books when I can learn it from people, from Spending the day, you know, cow roll, you know, you, they go to a barbecue, barbecue yeah. and and you have all these happy memories and, you know, it smells so nice. And then the person says, han xiang, han xiang, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, that must mean smells good. You know, so you write it down, xiang, mm-hmm. smells good. You know? And then forever, almost you, when you use the word xiang, you remember that time at the barbecue Damn. and the person who you. And it brings a smile to your face. Yeah, that's the best. That is. Okay, can now have the passion. Yeah, yeah, it's passion. Yeah, yeah, your yeah, yeah. passion with the language. Very good. And I think this method, the you you meet friends, and then learn Taiwanese language. This method is you need to be very confident. You really, really want to learn Chinese very well. You need to be confident. Like enjoy it, even though yeah. you have the you know you have hard time understanding people. 但是你还是觉得 I can do this. 我可以做得到 Yeah, there's a huge difference between sitting in a classroom learning like why ba. You have to put ba in this sentence versus being at a barbecue and making memories whilst learning words. Like you're gonna remember remember these words 很长 way longer than you remember why ba is in. You know, grammatically has to be in this place. 对对对 Yeah, yeah. Being passionate about it is really the first step. You all you almost have to be a little. Obsessed, I sure. think. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not it casually by studying every once in a while. You just got to be like laser focused. Like you can't rest until you've right. learned all these things, so that you can start taking part in the conversations. Yeah. Mm. So we we often suggest that to to our even to Mandarin Monkey students and and people who come and hang out with us at the weekends and stuff to use the don't want just find someone to spend some time with. It could be a teacher if you want to, and just chat. Like、yeah. find something you're interested in, and just try and have a, a the longest conversation you possibly can. Just yong zhong wan hendo 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 hendo. Keep using it every single day. It's actually the same advice you came you you gave for people who want to start drawing, right? And how to get better at drawing is to just draw something every day.、Mm. Just draw something. Absolutely no. I think it's true of almost any skill that you want to acquire.、Mm. This、uh, I call it creative tunnel vision, right? You just really almost have to reach a level of obsession, where you're doing it all the time and throwing all of your energy into it, right? And that's when you really start to see progress. Not magically, you know, just over. It takes weeks and months or whatever. But if you keep at it and you're putting that many hours in, you're gonna get better. With with Chinese or Japanese. Have you ever hit like a plateau of language where you thought,、uh, you know, I, I can speak okay, I can have a general level conversation in in these languages, but I don't feel like I'm progressing anymore. Have you ever reached that stage? Yeah, and and how did you get over that, if 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 at all? 
Yeah, that's an interesting question. I I don't know if I had that experience of uh, a plateau or whatever mm-hmm. or hitting a brick wall right. with the language. But again, I was I I'm not I'm never holding myself to this highest standard of being perfectly fluent. Right. Right. I think with Chinese, the the written language in particular, that's like the Mount Everest of <laughs> written languages. Right. It's like there is no harder language to learn how to read and write. Mm. And so I think both in Chinese and Japanese, when it comes to characters, Chinese characters, or, you know, the Japanese say kanji, Kanji. Mm. I probably am at a kind of a permanent plateau with that. I can't sit down and read a newspaper. Right. Right. But, you know, but if if I see a comment and, you know, this is something I was going to talk about later if we get into these questions that you ask. Yeah. But if, like, these days, something like Instagram, when you uh, read a comment and you can do, like you said, Google Translate and so forth. Yep. Um, that can be a great way of improving your ability to read. And of course, you're not really writing it by hand. You know, you nowadays the, the software is helping you, right? Yeah. Um, as you type in the pinyin or whatever. Mm. Um, but again, it's social, right? Because on Instagram, you feel like you're relating with somebody on the other side of the globe. Yeah. And, and sometimes even you you succeed in making a joke, right? A written joke yeah. using Chinese or, or Japanese in my case. Um, it's kind of the same thing, but in written form, it's the same kind of social mm. uh, studying. Absolutely. Do you, so uh, let's touch on this very quickly because I do want to ask you these questions. There's 10 of them though, so maybe we just ask the one. I know. Too much to talk. So, but I, I did want to get into bilingual families. Let's make sure we talk about both of those things. Right, right. So can I, can I, can I do that now? Do you have any one more one tees? Okay, oh yeah, okay, ask. Okay. Okay, so what was it like? 20s. It was Taiwan like you said. It was a very friendly place, full of friendly people. You made a lot of friends. Uh, a lot of people stared at you, but in a kind of nice way. Um, it was, you know, much more sociable place. What else? What else was good? What, what was We're going to get into the bad things because I'm interested by that too. But what, what was? Uh, what other good things were there about Taiwan? 20. It was almost all good stuff, to tell you the truth. I loved Taiwan. I really did. Good. And especially living in Jianghua. You guys have been to Jianghua, right? Yo, yeah. Yo. So it's a smaller city and um, just more laid back feeling there. Um, and I loved you know, getting on my bicycle and riding out into the rice fields. And oh, nice. that kind of stuff probably hasn't changed, you know. But I would, I would guess, based on what I've looked at on the Internet, that things like the, the train stations mm-hmm. have probably been rebuilt since then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Taichung had yeah. pretty old kind of, you know, peeling paint type of train stations that may have gone back to the fifties or sixties or something, who knows? Uh, And so I bet you that's changed. And I don't, the train tracks and your ability to get from Taichung to Taipei, it's got to be a lot faster now than it was back then. Yeah. High speed rail. Mm. Um, How fast can you go from Taichung to Taipei? Uh, 
Yeah, it it, it the fastest on the Gao Tian Ma. Yeah, yeah, the fastest is thirty minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes on the Gao Tian. Car two hours and and it's two and a half hours. You can sit in there. It costs like six hundred NT. And they give you coffee and stuff. 对啊 There's no stress. 三十分钟，很棒，对啊。That's really yeah. Uh, there's a new. That's a reason. So appreciate that. Uh, it yeah, it took hours, like you said. It is probably faster than going by car, but not a whole lot. Right. Well, there's something kind of nostalgic about that time, you know. I think. And uh, I uh, uh, I loved going to places like Lu Gang. 鹿港老街呀，好多美食，好多吃的。Yeah, and the history, you know, the beautiful old buildings. 嗯，对。And the, you said the 鹿鹿港，呃、uh, ，what do they call it? The 牛舌饼，牛舌饼，牛舌饼。Yeah, that's right. 牛舌牛舌饼 ，as a local snack. Cow tongue cake. Yeah. 对。但它不是， so、它不是真的是 cow tongue， 它是看起来像。Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That actually triggered my my next question. Did you try 臭豆腐吗？<笑>你吃过吗？臭豆腐。Well, the stinky tofu. Yeah, 你你吃过吗 ？And you know, my theory is it's stinky when they're making it, but it's not stinky when it's right there in front of you after it's been cooked. My remembrance is the, the cooking process. <laughs> so if you're sitting there at the What do you say?、Mm. The yes,、yeah, sure. The night market. Night market. Yeah. You're, you're near the place where they're making the chow tofu. 真的很臭。对，臭。而且你知道它在哪里 ？I always felt that that it was the cooking process that was really stinky, and that the 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 tofu itself. I kind of liked it. I thought. How, how did you find the eating process? You see what I'm? Eating process. Yeah, because the cooking process stinks. You see what I'm? There's some foods that don't even have Mandarin names for them. Like,、uh, am I saying this right? Oatsen. That that was my nickname when I was young. The the oyster. That was your nickname. Oatsen. <laughs> the oyster dumpling or something. Oatsen.、Uh, oyster. Uh,、mm, well, it's not dumpling. It's omelet. Omelet. 对、mm. oyster omelet. Yeah. 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 Oatsen.、Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. And I think was that famous in Zhanghua maybe or some. It seems like they had a lot of it. 很多很多。The Zhanghua Rou Yuan. 对，鲍丸。嗯，鲍丸。我们喜欢说 Taiwanese because so local. 鲍丸。鲍丸。Yeah, I, did, I never learned to speak Taiwanese completely, but I learned just a little bit. Like Jin Jin Hojia. 对，真好吃。加巴贝。加巴贝。嗯。It's like greeting. 嗯，对。Zaya, is that when you say I don't know? Zaya, 对，哎，很好哎，你可以跟我妈妈说话。Yeah, you can speak to her mom. It's funny these things stay in your memory, you know. And even just talking with you guys now, I feel like some of it's starting to come back. Some of the training. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did I answer the question about how different things were? I just the pace was slower. I think there probably was more of that. Oh my goodness! And why Guarana? It's like you're a celebrity, and people wanted to have their photo taken with you.、Mm. And、um, you've and yeah, I mean, there was a time when my friends and I really early on we went to a restaurant way out in the countryside, and we ordered the food as best we could, and then they started bringing us dishes that we had not ordered. <laughs> 
And we were like, no, 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 this, we didn't order this. And, the, and finally, in the end, we understood they were giving it to us for free. Day. Oh, wow. Because they were so happy to have the yeah, Lao Wai yeah. come to their uh, <laughs> restaurant way out in the countryside. Yeah. I think it's a, I feel like it's a slightly different feeling now with being out in the country, especially out in rural areas in Taiwan. There's not a great deal of love for foreigners in the, in the, in the rural areas now. I think the area the problem is like Taiwan. Taiwan doesn't have so local friendly people. But if you have a lot of foreigners to Zhanghua, they really love Zhanghua. Yeah, I think, I think we, we live in the wrong area, don't we? <laughs> I picked I, I pick the wrong area. Back in those days with the motor scooters, right? Fewer people had cars. Everyone had a motor scooter, right? And, but they, a lot of people didn't wear helmets back then. <laughs> uh, that change? No, uh, there is still a lot more people wear helmets. Um, there are still a number of idiots who don't. Uh, you see, you, sometimes you could see a family of five on yeah. one scooter. They still do. They, that still happens. That still happens. <laughs> and, and the police, the police don't do anything about it. How were the police? How what were the police like? Were the police? I mean, obviously, but did they do anything? Yeah, I didn't have any interaction with the police, but I do remember the sort of ceremonial military police guys where there were two of them wow. and they had these sort of silver helmets. Do you know what I'm talking about, Yula? They were like the big, and you could only be this kind of guard if you were a certain height. Yeah. Maybe they're white helmets, yeah. But they phased that out maybe, but then you, you would sometimes see them in pairs walking down the street and they seemed like almost ceremonial police, this higher level. I only and seen I'm, that in Taipei. Interesting. No, we just, we have gangsters. Uh, <laughs> we have gangsters here. <laughs> it used to be when you were walking on the sidewalk mm. in Anywhere in Taiwan seems like to me that the, the people who owned the store seemed also to own the sidewalk in front of the store. And if they wanted their sidewalk to be higher than the store next to them, they would raise the sidewalk. Mm, yeah. so when you, walk, you still have that and you're walking yep. along, and you're like, you have to step up and then step back down. Yeah. 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 Mark, in, right. Mark. Okay. You just died. You, you just died like the Bao Yuan, the torture, the complaint train now. So, um, <laughs> okay. Sidewalks. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. Um, there aren't any in Taichung, right? They don't have sidewalks here. You, 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 well, there you, are no sidewalks. Well, when you, when you, when you say sidewalks in, there are like the front of shops, which are at different levels, but like for exactly the reason you're talking about, people raise them and lower uh, them. Uh, but if you don't want to walk through people's shops, you have to walk on the road. Like there's no, there is no no yeah, that's, when I say sidewalk, I guess that's what I meant. And right. yeah, people would park their scooters yeah. in that area. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's increased yeah, tenfold. Walk straight along. Yeah. If there's a gap, if there's a space, people will put their bike in it. Yeah. If, if, any, anywhere. But it, it doesn't matter who's there. People, the if there's a hole, they will put their bike in there. It's, yeah. so. it's very okay. funny. It's great. Some things never change. No. Some things never change. It's a, yeah, it's yeah, a thing. Yeah. Uh, right, now. Parenting. Look at the time. It goes so quickly. Look at the time. Um, yeah, my turn. Uh, before we start the podcast, uh, you said that you are um, you have a Japanese wife. That's right. Uh, Mrs. Krilly. 
Um, hi, Mrs. Crilly. Um, and you also have two, uh, you have two children, um, a, right. a boy and a girl who are both, um, uh, you said one was in university and one's in high school. Is that right? Yeah. My son, uh, Matthew is 21 years old. Right. He's uh, in his final year of college right. or university. Uh, and, uh, daughter Mio is, uh, 14 years old and, um, in the middle of her first year of high school. And Mio is, is your, was the daughter in the picture that I, we do talked about. Did you I think, think, yeah, you've probably seen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, uh, so, okay. So many questions. I have not enough time, but I have so many questions. Okay. Did you, so you, you met your wife obviously in, in Japan, did you, or were no, you? I met her in Michigan. In Mexico. In Mexico. Oh. Okay. 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 So, uh, but she was from Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And she was the kind of person that really, if she had not met me mm. would only have briefly been in America and would have returned. Right. Right. Oh. She had the bad misfortune of running into me. <laughs> I, I uh, proposed marriage. And yeah. so, yeah, she ended up settling down here with me. In that was the, that's exact, basically the reverse story of us. Cause I would have come here, worked maybe for a couple of years and then left down, probably, down. but I met Euler and some thing. Okay. So you met in the States and then she stayed in the States. Sure. So you raised, right. you raised your family in the States. Okay. And, and how, so you, or did you, your children, uh, your wife will speak Japanese. You said you speak, oh, I have to make up a word now. Ja- Japanese. In- Inganese. <laughs> what, what's, cause it's Chinglish. Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. Okay. So Japanese and English. You guys speak Japanese. <laughs> oh. Is that- <laughs> uh, the truth is we do a lot like what people see you doing on your podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I will, when we're talking at home, my wife and I, I, I will speak to her in English and she will answer in Japanese. Sure. So your listening, um, your listening skills better than your speaking skill. Would you say? What's that? Your listening is better than your speaking in Japanese. Yeah. Except, you know, it's funny with my language learning. I feel like I almost don't, understand something until I can say it myself. I'm a little different from some of these other people who say, Oh, I understand everything, but I can't say a word, you know, right. and that's mind boggling to me. Cause like, I don't I memorize it until I can say it. Right. Right. Um, but I'll jump ahead into what you may want to know about in advance. And that yeah. is with our kids. Yep. How did we do that? Cause they were born and raised both of them in America. Yeah. But we wanted to make sure that they didn't completely lose touch with their Japanese heritage. Now, our our theory was they are going to learn English eventually. Yep. So the first, especially with Matthew, when he was first born, he we surrounded him almost in a bubble of Japanese. And when, whenever I was around him, I would speak Japanese. And of course, Miki, my wife would speak Japanese. And then Miki had all these friends and their sons and daughters were Japanese. Okay. And it was like, we created this, uh, false ecosystem (laughs) surrounding our son, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. By the time he was four years old, he was speaking Japanese. Oh. Uh, and that was when I thought, uh-oh, he's going to go to kindergarten. <laughs> yep. And that's when I switched, just me, I switched at that point to speaking to him in English. Right. And so comprehension got really good. But I swear, on the first day of kindergarten, Matthew really could not speak English very well. His comprehension was great. Right. But he couldn't 
pretty well. Um, but sure enough, like they say, kids' brains are like sponges at that time. And within the first few months of kindergarten, he's started to pick up the English. And then I don't want to stretch this out too long, but we had the funny experience that all throughout his early childhood, he was really bilingual. Right. And he could flip back and forth between Japanese and English. Yeah. Mm. As he got older and older and he got to around 10 years old, 11 years old, the Japanese started to slip. Okay. And we were not like going to punish him or anything. It was just, you know, it just started to go. And then during one of these family vacations in Japan, he himself got motivated mm. and he reversed course and now he's perfectly fluent in Japanese. And how old is he and then? Ten, you say? When he flees? When he's well, he was more like around the age of twelve or something, I think. Okay. When he something inside him said, "I don't want to lose my Japanese." I, so that's the kind of the, that's the process he went through with Mio. I think the uh, the Japanese is has started to fade a little bit, but her comprehension is is great. And I think that if she ever chose to study it at the you know high school or college level she would have a huge advantage over everyone else in class right. and it's, you know, she went to live in japan she would become fluent quite quickly i think and and my wife yeah she yeah she relaxes into her own language but she can speak english when she needs to but okay but so but as you so you saying that during the first four years, you spoke just uh, Japanese with your with your son, and I'm assuming with your daughter as well. Or was that a bit more mixed? Oh, yeah, got a little more mixed with her. Okay, um, but still, she had a lot of Japanese friends, and, and she was pretty good with her Japanese uh, up until you know the school. You know, and the English really kicks in and starts to kind of push things out a little bit. Right, right. Where, where did the the Ruben Ren the Panyol come from? <laughs> well, we live in we live in Southeast Michigan, and there are a lot of Japanese companies. Okay, uh, there are American car companies and stuff. Okay, that do business with Japanese car companies, and so there's a lot of uh, you know. And I don't know if they they do this in Taiwan so much, but in Japan, they'll they'll move a worker over to Detroit for two three years, and their family. Okay, kind of. Whether they want to go or not, it's like yeah. we're putting you in in Detroit now, oh. and so there's always there's always a lot of Japanese people in the area, and they're you know they they have kids, and that's how wow we were able. So now now they're sort of all grown up. They made the decision when they got a little bit older, and they thought, right, I'm not letting this Wunhua my culture slip, uh, and yeah. they they cracked on with the lesson uh, the lesson the uh, learning, sure. uh, and bucked their ideas up, and now they're they're all f- better than yours. <laughs> Matthew definitely and he's gotten really into studying the characters you know the kanji yeah but he, also his pronunciation you know you, you can hear I love to get into the the pronunciation and the sort of rhythm of the language mm-hmm. you know and one of your questions I think you were going to ask was about advice to people studying Mandarin yeah hey. question 10 was if we're running out of time I might just jump in and answer that question well, please how are um, but I do, I say focus on the pronunciation, especially with Chinese focus on those tones mm. because 
it's really important, right? If you get the tone wrong, you're getting the word wrong. And I think especially English speakers or speakers of almost any Western language, we got to be careful about the emotional use of tones because we use a a kind of a fourth tone in English. So if you want to say that something's really good, you'll say, good, it's so good, right? Mm -hmm. And that's like a fourth tone. But if you say, hun how, you know, yeah. you're not saying, you're not saying how, you're saying how. De. And it's a, it's a different word. Yeah. And so you have to kind of drain the emotion out of yourself and remember, hun how. Yeah. And mm. don't start saying, hun how, hun how, you know, because it's, it's going to really mess everything up. That's why <laughs> and, it's, it's almost impossible for me to understand singing. In Zhongwen,真的真的，anyone actually even natives，是，对啊，如果我听英文的歌也是一样，会有一样的问题。嗯，对，所以tones真的很重要，音调很重要。Yeah, that Chinese way of emphasizing something without using the fourth tone. Now, I suppose the second tone is a little bit like a question in English. Really? Yeah. You know? The and upward so inflection. You got to be careful not to apply that to something. Right. Um, I, I don't know if I can think of a good, like, you, you should be saying, Niao shui jiao. You know, or whatever, you start trying to turn that into an English style question, and yeah. they're not going to know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So there is this way of like remove the emotional aspect of tones and then start jumping into the Chinese way of doing it. Let me think what else did I say about that? Oh, I said uh, one of my advice things was be careful about the difference between male Chinese and female Chinese, right? Interesting. And sometimes an American. <laughs> boy in Taiwan will get a, cha- a Taiwanese girlfriend. He starts learning all his Chinese from his girlfriend. And he <laughs> starts picking up all these feminine ways oh, of yeah. saying. I've heard this too. We have a lot of cute words. Like double words. Or... Yeah, what well, 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 yeah. well, 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 it doesn't sound male, like yeah, because you know, and yeah, man, she, yeah, yeah, she China. said that. I was like, because I, I think I, it was a long time ago, but she said, yeah, she said, oh, don't say dwaya, and I was like, why? I hear it all the time, and she said because it, it's kind of just it's more females. You tend to use ah yeah. at the end of these things. Just say dway. and I'm like, but I, wow. but I, li- I like saying <laughs> dwaya. <laughs> I like I like saying it that way. It's it, yeah. It oh, wow. this, this is maybe this this advice is sort of you're getting into the advanced levels. But yeah. if you really want to get it right, do pay attention to that as a man. And I wonder if the same thing would happen to a, an American woman who gets a Taiwanese boyfriend. Would mm. she start to maybe pick up some of his male ways of talking if she's not careful? Interesting. Uh, so. Oh. Well, Pay attention to that, I guess, would be my advice when you are learning your English uh, or learning your Chinese from mm. someone of the opposite gender. Uh, even though, like you said, it's fun. You know, I think the, the Taiwanese woman's way of talking, yeah. what do they call it? Like the sa jiao. Mm. Uh, that sort of sound is kind of addictive almost. And you want to say, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, yeah, the, the uh, melody of yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. So, um, question. Then, mm, you want- 
Oh, the one final thing, yeah. and this for me was a little more in Japanese, but I think it also applies to Chinese. Like, be right. suspicious of your dictionary translations of oh, things. God, yeah. And if you want to say something and you think, oh, I'll just look it up in the dictionary and, and use what it says, yeah, God, a lot yeah. of times it's wrong. Oh, the human up. dictionary, the human dictionary of your friend, oh. is going to guide you towards what you really want to say. That's right. 他真的就是他他真的就是我們的皮我們的好朋友。他真的就是我們的皮我們的好朋友。他真的就是我們的皮我們的好朋友。他真的就是我們的皮我們的好朋友。他真的就是我們的皮我們的好朋友。他真的就
What winter? 对，呃、uh, ，no， 呃， uh, 秋天。啊、oh, okay, ，对，所以我一天没有看到你，就会让我非常非常的难过。So they chose a、uh, autumn as the sad, as a sad really? Okay, season. Really? Okay, that's that's very nice. 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 Uh, it's been a long time not seeing you. It feels like it's been a three years or thousand years. This is how male. Sorry, nice. And also, question five.、Um, what's one of the best investments you've ever made in your study? Oh, 学习最好的投资 Well, you know, I, I, I've kind of pre-answered this one when I talked about the little notebook. But let me describe it a little better. What it、okay. was that I bought. I got this. Now you guys can see it. This is a podcast,、yeah. but I'll hold it up to the camera so you guys can see it. How small this thing really is! Like a little red book.、Uh, this little. It was meant to be for phone numbers and addresses, probably. Of course, it was.、Oh. It's alphabetized,、oh. and that's the key. Okay. So you get the. You've got these little. You know, I'm holding it up to the camera for you. I, I sent you guys a scam. I yes, think. Yes, we put it on the background. Yeah. You can see the ABCs, so that way when you write something down, like someone taught me how to say,、uh, well, you know, let's say pick, pick one out of the book. You know, I would probably try to like, how am I going to remember this uh, uh, one day without seeing you? So I would say one, and I go to the letter O,、mm-hmm. and I write in English one day without seeing you is like three autumns, and then I would write Iru Bujian Ruga Sanchio. And so, of course, I'm not going to remember it right th- from one time.、Yeah. But later on, when I want to remember it, it's alphabetized. Now, with phones, I'm sure you, there's the digital way of doing it now. Sure. But then I I get to have the actual physical thing that、That's、I、nice. can look at years later, and you、G. know, and think, ah,、oh, I remember those days. You know,、yeah. it's kind of nice to have a physical object. And、uh, so that that again, it couldn't have cost more than one dollar, you know, maybe. <laughs> that's an amazing, an amazing investment.、Yeah. And and the the the、uh, the memory,、yeah. the, the memory、uh, of that physical object is awesome. I think as life is so much about stories and about、yeah. recounting these things, right, with people.、Mm. And、uh, yeah, but I would say the, the key thing is to alphabetize it according to your own language. And、okay. then you can go back and find the the. Would you go home you know, after you had a conversation with your friends and and look at the dictionary, your, your little your notebook, and then I might I might. It was more what would happen would be like I, a, a few days later, I might be having a conversation with somebody else,、mm. and、uh, you know, or whatever, and someone would come along, and you want to say how Joe Bujian, and I'm like. Oh, I know something better than how Joe Bujian, you know. And I'd say, "Hang on, guys," and then I pull it out. Little book. And I read Bujian Rugla Sancho, and big reaction. Yeah. And that's when it really starts to cement in your mind, you know, because you used it for something instead of just. 对，我觉得用用真的很重要。对啊。The gist that made me laugh because I just visualized him being in like a, a social situation where someone sort of said how to begin. I haven't seen you for ages, and he, you know, this crazy foreign guy pops up and says, "You know,、yeah. I haven't seen you for three autumns. Like it's been, it's been three autumns since I saw your beautiful face." How shall? I'm just like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> Who's this weird guy? That was great. I probably didn't get the reaction that Yula would give. I, yeah, they more likely would say, "Ni han kua jiang o." Yeah, yeah, han kua jiang. 
exaggerate too much. Yeah, no, I like it. But I think he is a very talented person. He likes to make his learners feel This is the best way to 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 make new you know, to memories, isn't it? You know, to associate with fun stuff. That's exactly what Mark was been saying. You know, has been saying earlier. I got a question for you guys, if it's okay. Oh my god! Okay, so excited. One of my one of my favorite things to do back in the day, twenty six years ago, was to go to the Chinese tea houses, and you they you would go there and they'd have little tables and it would be dimly lit. And you could pao cha, right? They bring you the little teapots and the cups mm-hmm. and the is it guads? Oh, the, uh, seed, uh, some seed. Watermelon seeds or melon seeds. Yeah. You would sit there and liao tian. You were had conversations. So my question is, do they still have those now in Taiwan? Or have they gone away? Yeah, still have them, yeah. Mm. Still现在。Yeah. <laughs> 然后会有一些snack like seeds, uh, 南瓜, 瓜子一些, 然后你就可以like to enjoy, 去享受看着台北的风景。台南有没有？台南也有，现在很多人的家里，in uh, he also like to collect the wooden table. 然后要有放一个茶几 like tea set 然后再再就是跟朋友一起聊天一起泡茶这样子所以这个是有的。I love that tradition, you know, that relaxed tradition, and very often they're playing the traditional music, and it's almost designed, you know, you step off of this modern polluted street with all these motorcycles, and you go through these doors. And it's like you've stepped back into the 19th century uh, China or something, and you hear the music. And like I said, sometimes they were quite elaborate with the architecture, and there were like different levels, and they'd create these separate little areas where you could sit with your friends. Mm. And one of my favorite snacks, this is not traditional, this is probably not traditional at all, but they had the Huasheng toast, the the peanut peanut butter butter toast. Ah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Really thick slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and It's like toast. It's it's basically toast cooked in peanut butter. No, you've seen it. Like sweet peanut butter. Maybe maybe it's not popular anymore because I can tell from Eula's face she doesn't know what I'm talking about. You had it. It's so delicious. They got to bring it back. They got to bring it back. It was so good. It's no. not traditional Chinese. No, I don't think But, you so. know, the, the whole process of pouring the tea and you have to warm the cups up and there's this, like, slowing down, you know, hey. and appreciating this quiet time mm. to just talk. I really loved that. In Taipei, they have a they teach you how to do it, right? 
怎么泡乌龙茶，怎么他会告诉你故事 ，like why do you need to do these rings, why these steps， 他们都会告诉你很多很多。就是泡茶的课程 ，sounds very relaxing. It's kind of like a meditation, isn't it?、Really? 而且它是 business friend， 就是你如果想要去去呃、uh, ，to talk 呃、uh, ，business， to talk about business with the boss， 你一定要泡茶。It's like a, the talk like over tea. The, 对啊 ，I think in Japan it's talk over like shots, isn't it? <laughs> that's, what, that's what the movies tell me. A night out drinking, you mean? Right, yeah. Because I, I heard that's the cultural thing is to go out with your boss and drink and don't stop until your boss stops drinking. Oh, intro. Oh, yeah. No, they, yeah. Well, they, yeah. The Japanese are big drinkers. Right.、Uh, they don't. I don't think they readily have an equivalent of the、uh, tea house type of thing. But what they do have is the、um, the onsen. Do you know that the、uh, hot springs? Oh. Hotel, oh, Wenquan.、Oh. Yeah, it's a completely different thing, but it reminds me of the same feeling of stepping away from the modern world, and they've created these baths, right? Yeah, and it's dimly lit, and maybe there is restful music, and especially、uh, when you soak in the in the hot tub, you you can imagine that you've drifted back to traditional、yeah. uh, Japan. So that's I think to me I think that would be maybe the equivalent that I would point、mm. out to,、uh, in terms of that feeling of of preserving something of the ancient world or, or creating that feeling of having stepped back in time. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you? Are you? Are you- I have one thing that I was going to ask you, but、yeah. but one of your videos answered the question for me.、Oh, really? <laughs> I ask you guys. Do the garbage trucks still make the music? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do, and they do, and they do it during the podcast most, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's still the same. <laughs> yeah, every time. They haven't changed it in twenty six years. Nope, it must drive the people on the truck nuts. No, it must drive them nuts. 好像不同的，好像在彰化是不一样的音乐。Yeah, that's right. In Gao and Gaoshan, it's 不一样，不一样的，对不对？所以有两种音乐。Yeah, it's a different song in in Gaoshan. I used to live in Gaoshan when I first got here. I live in Gaoshan. And it's a different song, but it's still still classical. But 对啊，但是你就知道哦，这是热车车。Here's a question for you. First of all, Tom, how many years total have you been in Taiwan now? Six years. Hmm. Six years. Six years. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And do you think that you're gonna you're gonna permanently settle down and live the rest of your life in Taiwan? That is a great question. <laughs> That's a big question. That's a and a big, like it's a deep question. Um, we're going through the motions right now. We're going through、uh, a difficult. We're having a difficult conversation about this because we're not huge fans of the Taiwanese education system for our children. We don't like the yeah, yeah. The, the punishing. You must study, study for an exam, study for an exam, kill yourself for an exam kind of thing. Um, so we do prefer、yeah. the, the Western style education for that. And it's quite expensive here if you want to go to a Western school. So we、yeah. we we think we might go back to the UK for a while to for education, but then come back here. I think、um, for we, holiday. We, we're kind of I don't know, Mark. Why do you <laughs> ask me this question now? <laughs> Can't give you an answer.、Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I have lived the experience of the other way of of living in my native country. Right. For you, it would be England. Yeah. And trying to trying to preserve. The Japanese experience, right?、Uh, by way of regular travel, for us it was once every two years. Yeah. Okay. Now, 
once you guys got three kids now, right? Yes, we did. That plane ticket stuff starts to get really expensive. Yeah, <laughs> This podcast needs to start. Um, if you lived in England and you wanted them to not lose touch with their Taiwanese culture, yeah. to routinely fly the family of five back to Taiwan for visits, that's tough. You know, it's expensive. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, what, you, what you said is true. The, the two educational systems are completely different. And sometimes I do wonder, you know, the movie sliding doors, right? Yep. I wonder if right. I had settled down in Japan, what would my kids be like right now? They would right. be, you know, they would have gone through the Japanese, uh, educational system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I'll never know. Maybe much more. I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about the Japanese education system. Is it very sort of past? Is it kind of very Eastern? Is it? So, <laughs> yeah. It's all coming back it's to coming me back. now. So, so, is, it's, yeah. it's, is it similar? It is about the same. Is it about the same? Yeah, a lot of memorization. The, the teacher teaches you just listen and take it in. Right? Yeah. Yeah, mm. and learn from the book, 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 and book, study, res- study, pass the test. Yeah, they respect yes. teachers yes. a lot. The manners are different in Japan, the though. The, in Japan, you it's very, I want to say like like English, it's like <laughs> p- politeness is instilled in you, it seems, from culturally. Right, and I was going to actually say another thing about Chinese, that students of Chinese who haven't studied Japanese, you should be grateful that Chinese doesn't have these levels of politeness because Japanese, it's like a whole different language. Oh, is there, is there formal you know, and informal as well as that kind of? When you go to more formal levels of Japanese, everything changes. All of the main words like I and you and have and eat and wow. to know and uh, to go and all of this stuff to even to be all of those verbs change into mm. now. Like I when I first studied Chinese, I, they would teach you the formal version of ni is nin yeah, with yeah, a little. Yeah at the end yeah that was the last time <laughs> <laughs> that's it no one uses it really do they i mean maybe they are no, she, uh, uh, unless it's I've a never. business in business way business yeah, yeah maybe so like formal. yeah uh, customer service how was your they're just in, in, just only in that situation yeah yeah are. yeah so be grateful for that students of mandarin you don't <laughs> have all this um politeness stuff to, to, yeah. to worry about. that's evidence of the two cultures you know mm-hmm. i could quickly tell you one of my friends um from taiwan married into a japanese family and she lives continues to live in osaka where she you know it had to sort of adjust to the japanese culture uh for the rest of her life really right but she invited me to osaka for her wedding and when I went to Osaka and they had the reception and we we're sitting at all the tables, you saw maybe 80% of the guests were Japanese and maybe 20% of the guests were from Taiwan, right? Her family, oh. and maybe a few friends who made the trip to, oh to Osaka. God, it was so interesting to see the difference. <laughs> yeah, amazing, I was going to say. Side by side. And the Japanese are so formal yeah. and polite. <laughs> You know, and then the Chinese, and they're like, "Ah, this is very nice." Gabe, 
Bye, bye, y'all. You know, and the, all of this, uh, yeah. and I just felt like, wow, there's, they, the Chinese really let their hair down, you know, and, and they don't get so uptight about things. That's hilarious. dressing code. I would love to see that. Mm. I think if there was a British and Japanese wedding, it would oh. just be like silence. <laughs> <laughs> just everyone or, or there'd be lots of sorry 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 thank you sorry from the english side and a lot of apologizing from the japanese side and respect no, you're right there there are a lot of parallels between uh english culture yeah. and uh japanese culture mm. yeah. apologize for everything say, unless anyone misunderstands me i really do love uh, uh japanese culture and especially yeah. and you can speak to this tom yeah. when you marry into the family mm-hmm. you really really connect with the culture in a way that you never will when you're a single dude like i was during my first trip to japan um marrying into the family you get this depth of understanding well you you get Uh, you get the real culture don't you i I think there's like a A honeymoon period you get when you visit a country, you get this honeymoon period of, oh, of what, this rose tinted view of what the. But every culture, every culture has their interesting bits and bad yeah. and good stuff. And you only really get it when you marry into the, you know, so you'll know way more about Japanese culture than me if I went to visit for six months or something. Because I could come out thinking, oh, yeah, it sort of depends on the family. And I sure. think, you know, uh, I gather from what you say, Tom, that you, the family you've married in is married into is very similar to the Japanese family that I've married into in that they completely approve of uh, the marriage and mm-hmm. love having me as part of everything. And uh, I feel like I hit the jackpot, you know, marrying this family that welcomed me so warmly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like one time when we were having a drink at dinner, uh, my wife's uh, father, my father-in-law said, you know, Mark, I, I've, I can talk to you in a way that I can't even talk to my own boys, you know? Uh, and I was like, wow, that really, uh, that really means something to me. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Awesome to hear. Yeah, Listen, an hour and a half now. Let's not keep it, look, it's... <laughs> Look, let's do part two, okay? We can do part two in the future. We'll schedule another one sometime, but I'm really glad that we did this and it it really did allow me uh, a a special treat of of returning to Taiwan in my mind almost. Yeah. Do do you have anything that you wanted to tell people about that you've got coming up or anything? Um, Well, I'll tell you actually, now that you mention it. Yep. I'm in the very, very early stages and this is... um, uh, you are the first people to, to hear about this or the first people to put this out into the world. Exclusive. <laughs> I am in the very early stages of creating a graphic novel uh, story, a fictional story that will be set in Taiwan. <gasps> cool. And so, yeah, that's part of this and part of why I found your podcast is I'm Doing some trying to familiarize myself. And like when I asked you about the Chinese tea houses, mm-hmm. Part of it was like, I want to have a scene in the story where he goes to a Chinese tea house. But then I thought, do they still exist? I don't yeah, know. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad I got to ask you that. And you've helped me uh, with this story that I'm working on. Hey, listen, that's super exciting. Uh, if you need some uh, pictures or whatever you want, give us a shout and we, yeah. can, we can always go out and um, take some for you and help you out with your stuff. You have, yeah. you have friends now in uh, Taiwan, based here in Taichung. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really hope someday that uh, I can make a trip. Maybe my wife and I uh, someday can make a trip to Taiwan and uh, we'll definitely. Yeah. That'd be super cool. You know, one, one last thing that I loved about uh, Taiwan was learning how to make the uh, shui jiao. Oh, uh, and they, they have like a party, right? And you'll bring everyone together and you all, you all fold the shui jiao. Mm. Mine, are terrible. Uh, Mine are terrible. I will uh, how to do that early on in Taiwan. And I never forgot. Mm. And to this day, when we make uh, gyoza, the, the, the Japanese say, is, oh. I guess it would be jian jiao. Jian jiao. Oh, is that jian jiao, right? That I'm, I'm in charge of the folding of the jian uh-huh. jiao. Uh, and, uh, and my wife is always complimenting me. The, the, my technique is good. Ooh. And I was, yes, because I had Taiwan the Lao Shi Jiao. I derailed things. We were winding down the conversation, but definitely it's great to know that, that I know you guys and I, yeah. I do hope that uh, we, I can make a trip back to Taiwan someday. Oh, we'd love that. Uh, yeah, and the offer, the offer is real. If you need any uh, research stuff done, please give yeah. us a shout because it's mm. super interesting that you're doing it and it's set in Taiwan. <laughs> um, you know what I'm thinking of doing? I think I want to invent a town that doesn't exist. Nice. Then I am free to make my ideal version of it. Taiwan town, but I want it to be, I don't want it to be Taipei. I want it to be small town, John, kind of like Zhanghua. Uh, and and I want the rice fields, and I want that kind of wonderful Very small town feeling of uh, of. So yeah, I think I'm going to give myself a free hand, but it, it'll it'll probably be a lot like Zhanghua. <laughs> mm, is is the is the main character Taiwanese? No, the main character is going to be an American uh, high school boy. Okay, who Ooh. had a relatively brief experience in Taiwan, okay. like his brother is living there doing like what you Tom do and what I used to do teaching Teaching English. English, Mm. I want to tell it from the point of view of someone who's never been to Taiwan before and is sort of thrown into the world of Taiwan on his own. Interesting. It It sounds awesome. Um, So people can find you markrelly.com. Well, you know, it's probably best to give the YouTube youtube.com slash Mark Crowley. Yeah, you can't be missed very much. You, you do have quite a large YouTube, I found. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got lucky. I got lucky with that. That caught me by and, surprise. Um, I actually have on YouTube, if anyone's interested, mm. I have done these videos that show my old sketchbooks of Taiwan. They're awesome. So if you, yeah. If you went to my channel and, and searched, you know, Taiwan sketchbook or something like that, yeah. there's probably three or four different videos that show those drawings that I did. Yeah. And listen, I'm going to say it for you, actually, because I know you don't. It's fine. So Mark obviously has, has a YouTube channel. He teaches people how to draw and, and goes over a lot of different stuff. And, and some of the fu- stuff, I mean, I'm very interested in art anyway, because I do, I do graphic design stuff. Mm. Um less sketch stuff, but yeah. still very interested in, in, in what you're talking about. And, um, Mark's got a bunch of videos on how to draw stuff, which is super awesome, but also stuff about story, which I'm also very interested mm. in, um, having, creating these silly little 
things and filming stuff and making short movies and stuff. So uh, you talk about a lot about story and making mistakes in stories and how to create good stories yeah. and, you know, and this kind of stuff. And it's really, really interesting. So anyone who's listening out there, who's interested sure. in the, in that kind of side of life, please visit uh, youtube.com forward slash Mark Crelly. We'll put all the links anyway in, in all of the places that you'd expect Down to find them. Please uh, go Thank and do that. No, no, not that you need the help, really. I mean, you've done you've done pretty well on your own there. We recommend good things. <laughs> yeah, damn <laughs> But it, it's been an absolute honour and privilege to speak to you. Yes, and yes, and yes. even though it feels really, even though it's filled really, you know, it's felt really short. To be fair, like it's Going gone so quickly. It's a bit annoying. Really, but <laughs> we'll try and do part two if and when you have time. Um, yeah. We're going to play some music now, just so you know. It's the outro music. I don't know if you remember it. Um, yeah. uh, but you can stay on if you, if you don't mind, just for a couple of minutes afterwards. Sure. Uh, cool. All right. Uh, uh, guys, if you want to get in contact with us, you certainly can. Uh, where can they get in contact with us? You certainly do. We do do private lessons. We do do group lessons. We do do free lessons. Come to mandarinmonkey.com to find out more. 是的,或者是如果你们想要支持我们的广播,你们喜欢我们的广播,你们可以到Patreon.com.Mark来到我们的广播,谢谢大家。谢谢。拜拜。我们下次见喽。拜拜。拜拜。